Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo! Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. Today we got a very special topic, guys. We got a very special topic. I'm doing this on purpose because I talk to a lot of people. And I'm going to tell you something that's starting to become so frustrating to me. Why do people lie so much? Today I'm calling out the fakes. Today I'm calling out the phonies. Today I'm calling out the imposters. Today I'm calling out the fraudulent liars. I am so tired of it. Guys, someone on my live, please answer this question. Why do so many people lie? Oh my God, I'm so tired of it. It's like the smallest things. And let me start off early and say this. And this is a true statement. If you notice something, right? Measuring successful people. Successful people are successful because they always tell the truth. They're blatantly honest. Noticing a lot of people that aren't successful is because they're always lying. And what I mean by lying is this. You need to be able to tell yourself the truth in order to fix anything wrong with you. How can you fix what you can't acknowledge is wrong? You're always lying. I'm going to snitch today. I'm telling you. I don't care. Somebody's going to hate me. But look, there was a guy. He came in my, my store the other day. We was having a conversation. I tell people this straight up. I don't give a damn if you get mad. The innocent, the names will be protected to, 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 to protect the innocent. But I will tell the truth. Guy come in the shop the other day. So we're having a conversation. I've noticed that all the men that borrow their women's cars always act like they pay for the note or the insurance. That's why they drive it. So the guy was like, yo, I only drive my girl car because I pay, I pay for everything. So she's going to have to let me drive the car. I'm going to tell you something. And, I, and I'm giving it a high number. I don't care. I think 90% of people that say that, they're lying. They're lying. Listen, don't do nothing in life that you're going to be ashamed of. We're grown. Because if you can acknowledge anything that you're doing wrong, you could always fix what you're doing wrong. The whole premise is this. If you can't accept that you're doing something wrong or acknowledge that you're doing something wrong, you're going to continue to do what's wrong. And that's the truth. Everyone has flaws, right? But how do you work on your flaws when you don't even know what the ground level is? Let me say that again. How are you going to work on your flaws when you don't know what the ground level is, right? You got to acknowledge that this is my ground level. In order for me to build up, I have to get to my ground level. I got to start from the ground level and build myself up. There's nothing wrong with that. And how do you do that? You stop lying. Oh my God, I'm so tired of it. I get so frustrated with talking to people because they're full of cap. This is the greatest generation of capping. Oh, my God. It's like you know that a person is lying and they're still going to lie. The weirdest thing in, in life is when a person is lying that you know is lying, but they still lie. Damn. Where'd you find that guy? Where'd you find that girl? That's sad. Yo, we're going into our adult years and still lying about the things that we felt like we should have accomplished. Let me say something to you guys, guys. Do not get ashamed of where you are today, right? When you're working on becoming your better self tomorrow, there is nothing wrong with the fact that you're not where you want to be today. There's nothing wrong with that. The only thing is accepting that space and staying in that space, but not working towards getting out of that space. Then you have a problem. And that's the truth. People grow and develop at different times. You can take a teacher and the teacher will tell you the same thing. Some students develop later. Right? And that person that might have been the worst student in the class may be the most successful. Because sometimes when some people blossom, they shine the brightest. But again, that person has worked on themselves. That person knew that they had limits and they continue to, to develop and grow. There is nothing wrong with not being uh, uh, where you want to be today, guys. And let's acknowledge that. Are we going to accept the fact that things aren't the way we want and we're going to justify it, right? By doing what? Let's say what it is. Lying. Here go a narrative. And I'm going to tell you a story. There was a kid, right? 
Him and a guy got into an argument one time. And when the kid said to the guy, he said, you know, you, 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 you can change your life. The younger kid said to the older guy, the older guy said, the only reason why you're talking like that is because you grew up with two parents in a great home and you had everything together and everything pretty much was handed to you. So the young guy, younger guy said, I disagree, but I understand what you're saying. So the older guy said, bro, if you grew up the way I grew up, I doubt you would have what, I, what you have right now because my life was harder. He said, my mom didn't teach me nothing. I had to learn everything myself. So the younger guy stopped him and said, let me ask you a question. The older guy said, what? He said, your mother and father didn't teach you anything, right? He goes, no. He said, your mother and father didn't help you that much. He says, no. He said, can I ask you a next question? He said, what? He said, do you have children? He says, yes. He said, you're complaining about how your parents raised you, but you're raising your children the same way your parents raised you, and you're justifying it by your parents. You're not saying that, wait, this was wrong, and let me change it. You're allowing your children to basically be the same result, get to the same results. So who is really the loser? If you look at that narrative honestly, right, we tend to blame so many people about our, our, our life decisions, right? There's no accountability, but yet and still we want people to feel sorry for us, but there is no accountability. Because lying has become the new accountability. Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop lying. It's annoying how many people lie so much. And they believe it, right? And they stand to their lies and they will curse you out and yell at you when you catch them in their lie. Look at that. You're yelling at me. You're cursing me out because I caught you in a lie. You got to laugh, guys. You got to laugh, guys. Let's get him a round of applause. I'm applauding the people that believe that if I catch you in a lie, you're getting mad at me. You know what I'm mad at? I'm mad that you keep bringing me a lie. Stop volunteering lies if you don't want to hear the truth. But I'm going to say this again. The most successful people are the people that tend to want to hear the most truth. And it's the truth. Look at the narrative. Everyone on my live right now that work a job, right? You work a job. Let's be honest. Who tends to be the most blunt at your job? Usually the higher-ups, right? Higher-ups tend to be the most blunt. They're the most honest. I wonder why. Because sometimes in life, it's not the fact that you're telling the truth. It's the fact that people need to hear the truth, but they overvalue the lie, so they ultimately get mad when you tell them the truth. Let me say that again. There are so many people who overvalue a lie that they make the lie the truth by telling their mind that their lie is the truth so they start believing they lie as if it's the truth. Damn. That's dangerous. I want to say that one more time. Just stay with me, guys. Do y'all agree with this statement? There are so many people that value lies that they make the lie the truth by telling themselves the lie and believing the lie as if it's the truth, ultimately valuing the lie as if it's the truth. Damn. That's crazy. Right? Let's just call it what it is. But so many people don't want to hear anything that's truth. Because truth is, is ten. These days, truth is the enemy. We allow the truth to become the enemy, right? Truth is not the enemy. Let's call it what it is. Your lies are the enemy. Your lies are the reason you're not winning. You know why? Because you'll say stuff like, oh, I, I didn't have a lot, so therefore I did bad in my life. That's a lie. That's a whole lie. You're not going to say you sat in the back of that class. Look at this. You're going to say your dad wasn't in your life, so you failed. But you're not going to say you were sitting in the back of the class, always distracting the class by not doing your homework and misbehaving every day. But you're not going to point the finger at yourself. So clearly that's a lie. Clearly that's a lie. This is what we do. We create scenarios that accommodate our lies. Right? You made a whole recipe of lies. And the only person that ate that bowl of uh, lies is you. 
and you keep eating your lies. Force feeding yourself more lies than the only person that believes your lies is yourself. They say the most dangerous person one can lie to is oneself. Well, let me guess. You're going to lie to yourself. You're going to tell yourself that this person stopped me from getting to the next levels. I'm going to tell you something. Years ago, right, and I'm going to be honest, right, I had a son very young. I used to say, like, my son makes it harder for me to get to success, not realizing I should have been using my son as a motivation factor or to push me to be greater. Sometimes we regret the best blessings in our life. I used to look at my son as a, like, damn, he's, he's, it's hard to be uh, successful when I got a kid so young. But looking back, I realized that that was my motivating factor. One thing about life, God makes no mistakes, right? Everything happens for a reason, right? We talk about seasons and reasons, but yet and still here's the problem. People hold on to seasonal things too long. It's like you're decorating in the summer with a Christmas tree. And you wonder why you're out of season, right? You're wearing a big jacket in the winter. I mean, in the summer, when you should be wearing it in the winter. You got to know what season it is. See, a lot of us don't know what season we're in right now, right? Look at the narrative. Again, I'm going to say that again. You in the summer wearing a big jacket. You wearing swimming trunks in the winter. You out of season. You got to know what season it is. What is the season? The season right now is success. How do you get to success? How? It's a word called accountability. This is something that people are fearful of. They don't like to be accountable for nothing in their lives, so they create scenarios in their mind that they ultimately believe to the reason why they're not doing well. You done told yourself for the last six years you're going to go back to school. And all you did was drive past that school. Let me say that one more time. For the last six years, you've been telling yourself you're going back to college. And all you've done is drove past that college. You didn't make one stop over there. You didn't register for a class. You did nothing, but yet and still you're mad at your results. So sometimes when you're mad at the results, you should be mad at yourself. That you don't have the discipline or the willingness to make sacrifices and changes. Because you keep lying to yourself. You know you ain't, you ain't about it. You don't want it. Because I'm going to tell you something. Your actions will speak louder than your words. But we see nowadays, if I say it, right? Here's the word. If I speak it into existence, I'm going to manifestate my greatness. Manifestation without, without the work is nothing. So you can say it again. So you can fake it till you make it all you want. But in reality, there's no such thing as faking it till you make it. It's faking it and pretending as if you made it. And that's what we keep doing. You're faking it till you make it, but you never made it because all you're doing is faking it as if you already made it. Another lie. All we do is lie. Accept yourself. Work on yourself. Push yourself to be your greatest self. Don't get so caught up in where you are today because sometimes you made a permanent rest, uh, destination to where you are today. You made a permanent spot. You done put your car in park and you done sat there for years to the point where your wheels are, are dry rotted. You got to put them car, that car back in, in drive. You got to get them wheels rolling. You might got to open up your mind again. You got to think better. You got to be around people who is pushing themselves to be better. Let me guess. You're going to lie. You're going to lie, and you're going to lie, and you're going to lie, and you're going to lie. And guess what you're going to do again? You're going to lie some more. Damn. You get tired of the lying. Right? In 2023, we call the word cap. Right? The word is called cap. C-A-P. A lot of people be capping. Right? I'm so fearful, right? Right? I'm so fearful of the state we're in right now in relationships. I'm so fearful of it. And I'm going to tell you why I'm fearful of it. Because I realize that there are so many men and women who are pretending to be somebody they're not, ultimately believing they are this person, but yet still forget that they're pretending. It's like Halloween, right? You dressed up as a mermaid, and now you think you can swim, right? And it's the truth. We play Halloween for too long. You're starting to believe your own madness, right? 
And this is the dilemma. You got to realize that you're pretending. You're lying to yourself. The worst lie is the lie that you tell yourself. That is the worst lie. Because again, the only person that believes this lie is you. Not realizing that it's dangerous when we lie to ourselves. Right? I'm going to tell a story. Somebody's going to get mad at this story. I'm going to tell it. There was a, a woman, and we were having a conversation. And no one take this personal. We was having a conversation. She told me she has multiple baby fathers, which I'm not judging her for. Life happens, right? But we're going to call it what it is. Here's the scenario. She said to me, yeah, I got four baby fathers, four kids, and those guys try to trap me. So I asked her. I said, you have four children with four different guys, and you believe those guys try to trap you? She goes, yes, of course. So I said, I had to scratch my head. Think, listen to that scenario. It don't even make sense to me. I mean, I'm being honest with you. She has four children, four different men. She said all her children father try, try all her children fathers try to trap her. So I just stared at her and I said, "You know why you believe this?" She said, "Why?" I said, "Because you've told yourself this lie so long that you made reservation on this lie that you believe this lie. You you you've made confirmation that this lie is a fact." Four men try to trap you with children. Wow. I said, damn, Beyonce, that's crazy, man. You know, damn. But in my mind, I'm sorry to say this, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And the reason why I don't believe it is because I, I don't, it don't make sense to me. But this is the world we live in. I'll give you another scenario, right? I'm over in an area where there's a lot of water, right? So there's a place in Long Island called the Nordica Mile. Nordica Mile is a strip, a mile strip of bare uh, water and, and restaurants and bars, right? So one of the guys, he pulled up on a boat. And when he pulls up on a boat, he calls his boy. His boy pulls up in a Lamborghini. And then his other boy pulls up on a motorcycle. So he had the boat, the, 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 the Lamborghini, and the motorcycle. All three of the guys are on the mile looking like they, they got money. So they walk in the mile, they, they pick up some girls and they take the girls on a boat and then they drive the girl in a Lamborghini, they're showing off. And I'm just like, wow. When I see those scenarios, right? And I'm going to say this, ladies, if y'all don't understand relationships, in most cases, there are two types of men that lead with their finances. One is a very insecure man. Men that tend to lead with their finances is either A, he sees a... It's easy to get him access to you. So he sees that you're going to give it up easy because you believe that he has money. Secondly is the guy that's very insecure. They, they show their money or their worth or their, what they want you to presume or assume rather that they're successful because of the fact they assume that you're going to give it to them easier. In a lot of cases, it's true. So long story short, the girls end up meeting the guys, dating the guys, and then finding out ultimately that the car was a rental and the boat was also a rental. The only thing the one guy owned was the motorcycle. But sometimes we overlook reality that we create a reality that we start believing, which is the lie, the fairy tale. Sometimes guys in life, what's too, be good to be, sometimes in life, what's too good to be true is usually too good to be true, right? Just because it shines don't mean it's a diamond. And just because it glitters, damn sure don't mean it's gold. It's the truth. So a lot of the times we get so caught up in the fact that something that's shining is a diamond, but it's not a diamond. Sometimes the most valuable people is the ones that don't shine the brightest. Let me say that again. Sometimes the most valuable people are sometimes the people who don't shine the brightest. Let me say that one more time. I want y'all to really understand what I'm saying here. Because there's a method to my madness. Sometimes the people that don't shine the brightest are the most valuable. I'm going to tell you something. When you look at a lot of things that I do, a lot of the times the people that you don't see behind what I do are the ones who don't get the spotlight. But they're the ones that help me shine. So sometimes you see people but you don't know what's attached to them that's helping them look like what they are. 
So sometimes the, the brightest people in the room are not the ones that shine the brightest. Because potential may not look like what it looks like. Right? Some people overly access their humility. They're very humble people. But again, we walk into rooms looking for the brightest shining person. And this is why we get caught up. We don't look at people's mental space, right? We don't look at their, their, their uh, integrity, their morals, and their principles anymore. You know what we do? We look how deep a person's pockets are. We look at how fat a woman's behind is. This is what we're enticed by. And this is why we're losing. We created a false narrative. We've lied to ourselves about the dating world, right? The dating world. We allowed ourselves to fall victim into the false narratives of society. I'm going to say this, guys. Y'all going to hate me. A woman is not measured as beautiful because she's cute. The sexiest woman I've ever met is a woman that's confident with who she is. I think that is very sexy. I think a sexy woman is a woman that's comfortable in her own skin. That's sexy. But yet and still, we overlook those women. Why? Because we superficial. She got to have the perfect rack, the perfect back, and ain't nothing in her mind. Can't even read a book. But that's what we look for. This is why so many people are losing in dating. The dating market hasn't changed. It's the people that's playing the game has changed. They, they created false narratives because they're following celebrities. You are a whole, whole, whole person that works at, give me a, give me a place. Starbucks, give me another place. BJ's, give me some other, a little, a little higher. You're a garbage man, give me another one. Macy's, give me another one. We doing too much um, retail. Give me something else. Okay, what I'm getting at is this. When you look at it, right, here's the false narrative. And ladies, I'm going to say this to you. Y'all going to hate me. I don't care. Y'all get so caught up in social media that you believe that every man can present the same thing that Jay-Z just did for Beyonce. Your man is not Jay-Z and you're not Beyonce. But if you want to be his fiance, you need to learn how to calm down and stop following celebrities. That's the problem. You're watching what celebrities are doing and you're comparing your man to them. That's why you call him a bum. The standards are too high, which is un, 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 it's impossible, right? And then you have guys who will look at a, a woman with a perfect body, a celebrity, right? Who's probably removed her ribs, who's probably had tons of surgeries. And now you're comparing your woman who's had three of your big old children to that woman. This is why you can't value her. Because you're looking at all the wrong premise. That woman may have put on some weight, but that is the same woman. That man may have got a little chubby, but that is still the same man. Because I'm going to tell you something for those who don't understand. Love is a choice that you have to make every single day. It's a choice. You, you're waking up thinking that you're going to be in love tomorrow. You, you, you're looking at the honeymoon, the courting stage, right? When they farts even smell good, right? Remember those days when the farts smelled good? And you believe that's going to be forever? Remember, remember when you used to walk in the bathroom with your woman and, or, or your man and you'll grab the tissue and, hey, baby, you okay? Because it was new. Now you're talking about they stink. They've been stunk. But do you, do you know the, the honeymoon stage made you forget that they stink? And you think that's going to last forever? That's why you're dating wrong. You got to understand the premise. We're so caught up in all the wrong things. All we do is lie. I'm going to tell you something. Let's, I hate me. But guess what? I don't care no more. A man telling a woman that he has a nice car, a nice house, right, and a good job is equivalent to a woman wearing makeup, fake hair, and having fake body parts. Y'all both lying. And I'm going to say this. That man is not who he say he is. But if you remove what the woman has on, is she who she says she is? No. So y'all both lying. So let's trade lie for lie. 
Right? Ladies, you got to get comfortable in your skin of who you are. You ain't got to doll up yourself every damn day to feel like you love yourself. You should love yourself the same way that God has made you. You're beautiful. I'm not going to lie. Somebody going to laugh. I don't care. I like women with dimples in their butt. I like women with stretch marks. I, I like it. And I'm going to tell you why I like it, because that's a real woman. We're going to call it what it is. She might have a cheetah prince on her ass, too. I'm still, excuse my language, but she might have it on her butt. You know the, you know the cheetah prince? I'm, I like it. I'm being honest with you. I'm not into this superficial thing, right? It's not, it's not, the, it's not the, uh, the meat and potatoes for me. I don't get aroused by fake body parts. I don't care, right? I'm not going to lie. Some women, they, they get done their body look amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. But that's not going to keep my attention. It's not going to retain my attention, right? So sometimes you look at the fact that you're like, ladies, all these men want... I'm like, stop saying that. Let's look at the list. I'm going to say the men I respect. Barack Obama. Michelle Obama looks very, very natural to me. Beyonce knows. Jay-Z. Beyonce looks very, very, very real to me. Give me some more relationships, guys. Give me some more. Y'all want to do all... They always watching celebrities, right? Give me some celebrities. Will Smith and Jada. And then Will Smith and Jada. Jada looks very generic to me. She looks real. Give me some more. I love, you know who relationship I love? The Washingtons. Denzel Washington and his wife. She looks very, 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 very real to me. Alicia Keys in Swiss Beats. Alicia Keys looked very, very real to me. I don't know who that, uh, Angela Bassett? Her husband name is what? Courtly B. Vance? Courtly B. Vance, they, Angela Bassett looked very real to me. Right? Angela Simmons and Yo Gotti. Angela Simmons looked very, very natural to me. So when we look at the premise of relationships, Viola Davis, we can keep going, right? Samuel Jackson and his wife, right? You talking about power couples, right? I think people, yep, Shirley Ralph. And it's funny because I went to high school with her nephew, Stanley Lee Ralph, right? I know uh, Shirley Ralph's uh, brother, Stanley, Big Stan, right? But here's the narrative. We have these conversations. We get so infatuated with the lies. We get caught up in the, the false narrative. We, we push the agendas. A lot of the times when people compare things, they compare things to rappers. I am not a rapper. I do not follow rappers. Why do rappers feel the need to attach themselves to women that look a certain way? It's because the world is overly watching them. So they create a lot of insecurities in these rappers. This is why a rapper feels the need to be attached to, quote-unquote, to the perfect-looking woman. Would you agree with that statement? Insecurities. Insecurities. You're telling me you're trying to be a poverty. A rapper will literally take a woman from a strip club, marry her or date her, impregnate her, and then cry about the bad baby mother that she is. Come on, brother. You lied to yourself the moment you started dating her. I'm not saying all women in a strip club are bad people. That's not what I'm saying. There is a lot of red flags there. Would you agree? It's a lot of red flags. It's a penalty. Blow your whistle, Chris. He's going to blow the whistle. But listen, guys, what I'm trying to say this is this. We create the false narratives, and then we believe the narratives. There are too many people falsifying life, ultimately believing the falsified lives that they created. You cannot fix what you can't acknowledge is wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, I was poor. I told myself I was poor and started working on not being poor anymore. There's a person right now who thinks they're fat or who believes that they're going to stop being fat by not doing anything. That's a lie. You got to work on yourself. It's nothing wrong with telling the truth. A person is not assassinating you by telling you the truth. 
Society has allowed us to get so, you're a victim if I tell you the truth. It doesn't, it shouldn't hurt you. The way the truth should feel is you should have the most respect for someone that tells you truth, by far. It shouldn't even be close. When a person tells you the truth, you should be so grateful, like, wow, thank you. Because you're being honest. You're being honest. But again, in today's society, the lie has become the truth. People respect lies more than they respect the truth. Why is that? I equate this to social media, and I equate this to a high, uh, and, and, um, what do you call it, influence of people that are insecure. A lot of the people that you see have platforms, they do things because they look for attention, right? It's just what it is. Ladies, I'm going to tell the truth again. A lot of the women who put things on social media, such as always poking out their body parts and dressing half naked, nine times out of ten, the men that are liking and comment and in your DM is because they just want sex. They do not want a relationship. But again, we're going to create the false narrative. I'm looking for a king behaving like this. Ladies, it's going to always be hard to find a king behaving like a certain way. Men, it's always going to be hard to find a queen when you behave a certain way. Right? Ladies, there are some men, and I say this with conviction, there are some men who haven't reached their kingdom yet. Right? And some of you women are so strong that you could help bring the kingdom out of them. His kingness. You could help him. Why? Because he lacks the, 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 the security. Right? It depends on the way some people are raised. Some people are raised where they second-guess themselves, right? They, they put themselves in a rut. Anxiety is real, right? Pressure is real. Stress is real. A lot of these things that we need to acknowledge are real. But that doesn't mean what is today has to remain. A guy can be a whole loser. And a woman has a natural gift. God has given woman a gift. Women have the ability to nurture. That is a gift. They can nurture. I've seen women build some things from nothing. From nothing. That is a gift. The creator has given them that gift by far. Men are built stronger physically because we're supposed to be providers. Women need stability from a man, him adding stability to her for her to fill in her womanness, right? A man needs to understand this logic. A woman will never, ever, ever, ever see this man until he starts working on himself. A woman can take care, take a man who's walking into his kingness and help him find himself. But the problem is you want the woman to take you at ground zero and you ain't doing nothing. It's hard to see potential in nothing when you ain't doing nothing. So there, a lot of men say stuff like, yo, these women only want a man that makes money. Man, listen, if you go be honest with yourself, let's just say every woman had five sexual partners. You think all five sexual partners that she's been intimate with are successful men? I would disagree. So that means... She's giving chances to men who are not successful. But a lot of the times, the man that she gave a chance to undervalues her by treating her like garbage and losing out on a good woman. Guys, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to say this. I don't like to talk about my religion, but the Bible says a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. It said finds a wife. A wife is the perfect, oh man, teammate that you could possibly get. But look at society. They tell us to do it alone. They tell us to pay all the bills alone. Fight alone. You don't need help. You don't need a man. You don't need a woman. That's some sick people that be listening to. They sick. They are so sick, right? Because I can prove statistics and show you statistics that more married couples own homes more married people who live longer, 
more married people are more financially stable. There's a lot of scenarios that you'll see more married people actually produce more successful children. Well, guess what society says? We don't need each other. That's cat. That's big cat. Because the statistics don't say that. They don't equate to that. It's just reality. If you go on your phones right now, guys, anybody on this live, Google, do married people own more homes than non-married? I'm going to tell you the answer to it. Yes. Do married people tend to have more success than non-married people? Yes. Do married people outlive unmarried people? Yes. It may be three years. It may be four years. It may be six years. But I know for a fact that married people outlive non-married people. Because then you have more stability in your life. I think some people are scared to commit themselves to great or to situations. And I'm going to say this honestly. is because I think they fear they're going to miss something. So they don't want to take the situation serious because they think they're going to miss something. Ladies and gentlemen, that perfect person is not waiting for you because you are not perfect. Let me say that one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, that perfect person is not waiting for you. Excuse me, let me say this one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, that perfect person is not waiting for you because you are not perfect. And let's just call it what it is. I see people tell me the things that they want and how they want their table made, right? But they don't bring a goddamn thing to the table. Damn. You want this, you want that. He got to bring this, he got to bring that. He got to do this, he got to do that, he got to do that. But damn, what do you do? Not a damn thing. But you put the standards on him. Wow. Ladies, some of y'all call men broke because of the fact that y'all not mature enough to take care of yourselves. Do you understand that? I'm going to call the truth. Ladies, some of y'all call men broke is because they're not financially stable enough to take care of you. You're a whole grown woman. You're supposed to be bringing on to the table and adding on. If a man could sit there, right, all day in labor, right, watch this, and build a nice cake, right? He built a cake. The cake actually looks good. I think the woman should at least bring the frosting, right, to complete the cake. This is what we don't understand. Add value. Man, this is the same scenario for you. If your woman has built the cake, at least you can bring some ice in it. Let's complete the cake. But we're so captivated by all the garbage in society, we don't see that we're making the poor decisions. It's the cap. It's the lies. Ladies, there are not enough six-figure earners for you to get a six-figure dude. I'm going to say this one more time. Ladies, there are not enough six-figure men for you to get a six-figure earner. And I'm going to say this. The women that believe that they're going to get a six-figure earner, you're basically saying that almost 94% of men aren't good enough for you. Google statistics. Four to six percent of men make that kind of money. That's gay, straight, married, and men that don't want to be in relationships. So let's put it at six percent. That means two percent, right? Two percent of men make that kind of money that are probably single, right? And the two percent of men that are like that have plenty of options. So if you keep chasing these two percent men, line up to be on the list of his whole list of women. He's in a two percentile. I doubt that he's going to just sign up for any type of woman. I doubt he's looking for this woman who hasn't, who's not willing to do certain things. I doubt it. I'm going to say that one more time. Someone needs to hear this good. Ladies, there are not enough six-figure earners for all of you. Some of y'all are going to miss the bus. Because there's not enough, right? Rather than you looking at a man and saying, yo, we could build our six-figure empire, you'd rather look for someone that's complete when you're not even complete. How unfair is that? Get your life together. Stop crying about the man that's life is not together and your life is not together. Men, stop looking for women to live off also.
Get your life together. You know how many men come to me, yo, she a lawyer. Oh my God, she's a nurse. I've never seen men get so aroused by what a woman's career is to live off of women. I've never seen that in my life. And the roles are reversing and I'm getting scared. Men be like, oh my God, I need a nurse. I need me a nurse. I be like, oh my God, you are an Uber driver, buddy. And I'm not knocking an Uber driver, but I'm saying, damn. I'm going to tell y'all something. This is based on success in, in statistics and stats. Most mid-tier people end up marrying mid-tier people. Most broke people end up marrying broke people because it's your climate that controls your environment that allows you to meet the people that's in your climate. So what I'm trying to say, if you can only swim at a, 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 in a six-feet pool, chances are you're going to marry somebody that can swim in a six-feet pool. If you can swim in the ocean... Chances are you're going to marry someone that can swim in the ocean. It's your climate that allows you to get to the levels to meet certain people. A lot of the times you see celebrities dating celebrities after celebrities. You don't want to know why? Because it's a very small dating pool. A duh! It's common sense. This is why she's not a hoe. He's not a hoe. It's a very small dating pool. Once you get to a certain financial climate, chances are the people you're going to meet at that climate are people that's either been touched by someone else in that financial climate. Ada. That's how you know unsuccessful people think weird. It's not abnormal for J-Lo to date a baseball player because J-Lo is worth $250 million. She's trying to protect her empire by not just choosing the local uh, 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 um, dishwasher who's going to try to take her empire from her. So chances are J-Lo is going to date amongst the maybe 25 to 30 men who's in that realm. And chances are the 30 men that she's going to date, somebody else in that realm has slept with them already. It's common sense. You know how you notice know to be a fact? Anybody on this live who ever grew up in a small town? Notice in a small town, most people have slept with each other. You can see people in a small town might have babies by two people. One guy live on this side of town, one guy live on this side of town. Because it's a small town. It's a very small dating pool. That's the real world. When you're in certain financial climates. If you are Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Beyonce is a rare phenomenon, Right? The chances of Beyonce leaving Jay-Z and finding another billionaire is slim to none. Slim to none. The chances of Jay-Z leaving Beyonce and finding a woman of her caliber is slim to none. It's over. They're going to have to date down if they leave each other. Or they're going to have to accept something that they may not like or physically be attracted to. Which is a fact. It's common sense, guys. Right? But this is the dilemma that we have today. We're pushing the wrong narratives. A lot of people are so captivated by what they think, they can't see that they're not even thinking. Let me say that one more time. So many people are captivated by what they think that they can't see that they're not even thinking. It's a harsh reality. It's very unlikely that a person who's worth $60 million is looking for a woman who don't have no money. It's very rare. Very rare. And if he does do it, he's going to be looking for something called control. Control. We got to call it what it is. Rather than building yourself up to certain climates, if you want certain levels of men and women, rather than complaining about it, why don't you fix yourself and work on getting to them climates? You want a high-value man. What is a high-value man? Stop putting a high-value man only as a standard of economics. A high-value man is not only a high-value man because he earns. A lot of high-value men also are good men, loyal, honest, consistent. They, they have strong beliefs and they're family-oriented. This is a high-value man. Like, let me guess. He could, be the, he could be the weirdest dude on earth, but as long as he makes six figures, he's a high-value man. Damn. That's crazy. And this is the narrative that we push. We push the lies. Everything is about the lies. It's the lies. 
Come on, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that easy to date up when that's not your climate. Think about it. What are the chances, right, of a cashier at a supermarket meeting a doctor? What are the chances of that? You think a cashier could meet a doctor and get married? What are the chances of a, what is the chance of a nurse meeting a doctor and getting married? Why? That's their climate. It's common sense. It's like a teacher and a principal getting married. It could happen. Because that's your climate. You have to be logical and understand why certain people attach themselves to each other. I'm going to tell you something. You could be a $30,000 earner. Your woman could be a $30,000 earner. Y'all can come together, work together, and build something beyond your $30,000 each. Y'all could be millionaires by working together and understand that as a team. Right? But I'm going to tell you something. Me, you get it on this live talking about you need to work against the man and don't work together. Damn, that's a lot. It is more feasible for two people working together to outperform their positioning. More feasible in any economical climate. If you have, and you know how you can prove this to be a fact, right? And I'm not being on a racial time, but I'm just being honest. You can have a woman who works at a laundromat, right? Spanish woman. And her husband could be a roofer. And yet and still work hard and still buy a house. Right? Look at that. A, a Spanish woman could have a whole husband who's a roofer, and she could literally work at a laundromat or a restaurant, but yet and still they'll buy a home together because they're not overly indulging on what he has and what she has. They're working on what they don't have together, and they're working together. So hers is his and his is hers. They ain't fighting about that money. That money works together. They're making right decisions, putting themselves in better positions. So you, you can't tell me that you can't be here and you and your man can work up to here. But the problem is a lot of ladies, y'all want the complete product. But a lot of times the complete product do not see you as his partner. And it's the truth. You want the complete man, right? A lot of women don't want to work with these men no more. They're crying about where the man is and they're in that same boat. Ladies, just because you make more money than your man don't make you a man. Money does not give you a penis. It don't. It's not about the money. If you make money, that is more money for the family. If your wife makes more money than you, it is more money for the family. Since the beginning of the time, our parents have told us the greatest lines, but we ignore. One of the greatest lines, I want y'all to finish this with me. Teamwork makes the dream. Say it loud, everybody. I want everybody to hear this loud. Say it with me loud. Teamwork makes the dream work. It's going to always be like that. But a lot of people's dreams ain't working because they ain't got no damn teamwork. And that's the truth. We push all the wrong narratives. I, I started this podcast with my guys so we can change the mentalities of people. A lot of people have the false mentality of success in life. They, they force feed garbage down your minds. Garbage. And then you wonder why you regurgitate garbage. If you eat garbage, you will shit garbage. What goes in must always come back out. A lot of the times you see people pushing out bad narratives and bad agendas because that's the information they take it in. They, they overeat and process information. We eat processed food. We eat processed information. And this information is overprocessed. This is why we're losing. It's not society. It's you and how you allowing that information to, to take you. Because you believe it. Ladies, a woman needs a man and a man needs a woman. And, and if you're, 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 you're same-sex lovers, God bless you. And you can work something out and build something the same way. No one knocks that. But you need two people working together. It's just that expensive. It's that expensive. We're talking a harsh reality. 40 hours my way, 40 hours away sounds like 80 hours to me. Now, what we do with that money is what determines our success. Let's get out of all this lying. It's all 
lies, propaganda sells, drama sells, garbage sells. They just selling y'all garbage. They making the women so masculine that it's starting to be unattractive to a lot of men. I want to say this, ladies, and, and somebody going to take this personal, but I'm going to be honest. A lot of strong black men are literally leaving strong black women to date opposite coaches. And ask yourself why. A lot of women have, that, that look like me, I'm being honest, have allowed their earning potential to make them feel like they're masculine. Listen, what you do for a living is a beautiful thing. You love your career, it's okay. But to, 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 to make a man feel beneath you because you earn more money, you're not made to be a wife. Because a wife do not see hers as hers and his is his. It's a unit. It's a team. So ladies and gentlemen, if you believe because you make more money than your man that you're more of a better person than him, you need to be by your damn self. It's disgusting. We need to stop fighting against each other and learn what the real agenda is to build back the family structures, unite each other. I'm no longer pushing no wrong narratives. Ladies, your money do not give you a penis. It don't. No matter what you do and what you earn, a woman will always be a woman. No matter what. It's just what it is. Some, some, I'll be honest with you, some men are not behaving like men. We're going to admit it. But some women ain't behaving like women either. Call it what it is. You're going to ask me, what is a woman? I think a woman respects herself. A woman knows that she's virtuous and has value. That's what I see as a woman. But if y'all like to beg the differ, that's entirely up to you. But I know for a fact, the woman, see, see, let's, let's just get into this logic. Watch this. The man, a lot of the times, and I'm going to create this, break this lie that a lot of people do. Everyone keeps saying that the child is the man's. I mean, the woman's, right? You always hear that. The child is the woman's child. Society behaves like the child is the woman's child, right? That's a lie. The child comes from the man's seed. The woman is the incubation center for his seed. Truth. That's what a woman does. The seed is from the man. Whether the sex, what it is, man or woman, it comes from the man. And that's a fact. Yes. Where does, the, where, does the, where does the child come from? The man. No, the woman hybrid holds the baby in her womb. Cat. Not, we, we got no line. See, there go another lie, guys. There go another lie. Let me go to the narrative. Stay with me. The seed comes from the man. Facts. Why do you think we have so many children losing? Because the, the incubator is not only supposed to incubate the baby and carry the baby for life. The seed giver is supposed to be there to protect and to also provide. When you eliminate the, the, the seed giver, you automatically create a bad situation. Because that parent, that mother is supposed to hold them or nurture the child, right? But where's the protector? Where's the protector? Let's stop pushing these bad narratives. You need both. You need both. And I'm sorry to say this. If you eliminate the seed giver, you already have a bad situation. Look at the statistics. Look them up. I didn't create the narrative. I'm just here to break this garbage agenda. Men are extremely needed as much as women, if not more. Because men have a higher successful rate in raising children by themselves than women. Look it up. It's not an argument. So anybody on this live right now getting any feelings, go check it. You need the seed giver. He needs to be there. So any of my women on my live right now, we, since we stopped lying, stop saying you don't need a man to raise your child. Because I doubt your child feels like that. You're speaking for someone that can't speak for themselves. Because I doubt a child is sitting there saying, I don't need my daddy. Only child that's going to talk like that is a woman that taught a child to talk like that. And that's a fact. Enough is enough. 
If you had a baby with a loser, let your child figure out your baby's a loser and your dad, the dad is a loser. You don't have to force the information out your child's throat to, to, to preach this garbage. Let them develop that, that understanding of their, their dad. But you got to also look in the mirror and say this to yourself. That loser was good enough for you to get intimate with them. So it says a lot about you too. And man, if you have a baby with a loser woman and you're sitting there talking to your child about how your woman is a loser, it says a lot about you. Let's grow the hell up. Let's stop living this quote-unquote, oh, my child mother was a mistake, my baby daddy was a mistake. Enough is enough. It's already done. The baby is here. Let's figure out how we're going to make this person become productive. Let's stop pushing the wrong agendas and change the narrative. We got to stop the cap, right? We got to stop the, the cap. We got to stop it. Enough people are doing this, this bad agenda. They're pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. You had a woman sit on, uh, on TikTok the other day talking about the woman was made to be a leader. I'm not even going to talk about it. It just sounds crazy. A lot of women have evolved into great leaders because they had to. A lot of men aren't taking their natural roles. But a man was supposed to be a leader. He is. I don't respect a man that's not leading his family. Right? You're talking about physical. If I come to your house and your wife is outside picking up logs and you in the house mopping, I'm laughing. I don't care. Certain things are roles. I don't care what nobody say. There are roles for a reason. Would you agree, Kenzie? Why is Jessica lifting bricks when you're a whole man? It don't make sense. Let's stop this. Anything a man can do, I can do. There are certain things that women are limited to do, and there are certain things men are limited to do. God created this for a reason. And I'm not going to sit on this podcast and lie. Whoever get defensive, I don't give a damn. Enough. There are things that women can do that I could never do. I'm going to be honest with you. If men had to populate Earth by being pregnant, there would be no kids. Men aren't physically strong enough to do that. Watch this. When a man gets sick, chances are you want to be baby, don't you? That goes how a man wouldn't even... Imagine carrying a child for nine months. Come on. It's the truth. If the world needed men to, to produce life, there would be no kids. Men aren't built for that. For a reason. I get sick, I want to be babied. It's the truth. And that's all men. You ask them, they're going to say yes. Any woman that's dated a man or deal with a man, Jessima, when Kenzie gets sick, he acts like a big baby, don't he? Imagine he was big pregnant. Can't happen. Yo, women are made to be very strong when it comes to doing certain things. And men are made to be very strong when it comes to doing certain things. We got to stop fighting for nasty roles and allow what it's been to be, to be. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm done with it. I'm not pushing that agenda. If anything, I'm going to change the agenda. Back to what it's meant to be. Don't get me wrong. I don't look at roles based on provision. Right? If a woman is in a position where she can make more money than her husband, and she pays more bills, they got a great situation, why does it matter? She's respected. He loves her. He honors her. I don't see nothing wrong with that. But society tells the woman, if your man can't do it, he's not a man. So if I say if a woman can't cook, she's not a woman? Is that, is, is that, is that not gender bias? But it's gender bias when a man can't provide, he's not a man. That's gender bias. Let's change this narrative. Let's stop pushing this wrong agenda that they want you to push. Let's build back families. Let's start working together. Men, love on your sisters. Brothers, love on your sisters. I mean women, love on your brothers. Let's stop pushing this nasty, nasty agenda and start working together and start building back the families. The problem is it's not society. It's what we believe is society. And we ultimately keep pushing the narratives. Ladies, 
Shoot for happiness more than you shoot for money. And I promise you, you'll be more happy. Because money does not bring happiness. Money brings stability. Right? When you're old and that money's gone, you'll realize that it was never about the money. It was about feeling loved by the person that said they love you. That's more valuable than money. But again, you're going to only look at what the man could provide. And that's the wrong agenda. Till next time, guys. Don't let that go over your head.